0: And today we're not here to discuss Minute 95, we're here to uh, have a little bit of a bonus show uh, looking back at the Worker Village from the Lost World and uh, its appearance in uh, another TV, or in a TV series called Sliders. But before we get to that, we've got a couple of things uh, to discuss. I suppose also, while while we're mentioning it, the reason we're not doing uh, 95, 96 this week is I just had a tooth removed, so I'm not going to mm. be able to talk a lot when my jaw's still sore, so... We weren't going to try and do an hour and a half record for the, the two minutes, so uh, 95 pretty much sees us leave the village and that side of uh, the movie anyway, so we thought now's the perfect time to discuss discuss it.
1: try our rifle. Fires a subsonic Pfluger impact delivery thing. Does
0: it work any better than your satellite phone? That's funny. David, uh, last week you were going to go out and hunt for some Fallen Kingdom toys. Any luck?
2: Absolutely none. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I run into, I, I, got, I encountered a manager who told me, you can't sell till the 16th. <laughs> so, tomorrow's the 16th, and I'll be going out after class, grabbing, looking for some stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are recording this just uh, a little bit before the 16th, so... So, yeah, hopefully, um, in a day or two, we should see some more, more of the toys. I went back to my Kmart, and uh, they had pretty much all the Wave 1 stuff back on there, there was still no Colossal T-Rex, and there was uh, those little, I think there's a little Owen and Blue, uh, like a pull ripcord type uh, toy, you can join the two up, and sort of is like uh, Blue and Owen ride side by side on the motorbike, so that was there, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah, those kind of zip tie motorbikes aren't really an, of interest to me any, any, at all.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't need to buy everything, just <laughs> more space and money, because you know, I'm still unemployed, <laughs> <laughs> Still unemployed, so I've got to start watching those pennies, but um, yeah, don't need to get everything, because <laughs> it's only going to go away in storage and you'll never see it anyway. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah, that's what happened with my Jurassic World stuff, and I'm just going to dump it at Goodwill, I think, tomorrow.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's the problem now with the Mattel stuff. Is there even a market at all for fallen kingdom stuff? Yeah, donating to Goodwill or something like that's probably your best bet.
2: Yeah, I can't get anybody to buy it. Yeah. I was supposed to have a contact, a friend of a friend, but he never contacted me back.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and that's a shame because it's just the money you spend on the stuff, and you got no hope of getting getting yeah. some of it back at least.
2: You were right, and I was wrong
0: there. Did you ever expect to hear
2: me say such a thing?
0: Thank God for site B. Site be. But I suppose while we're on the uh, Fallen Kingdom topic, uh, there was a. I've seen it being called a teaser of a teaser, which it's not that right time of year. But there was a little like a TV spot released. I think it was about 30 seconds or something, which uh, showed off the IRaptor Raptor in a lot more than mm-hmm. what we've seen previously. Oh yeah. And uh, and one other. Scene that uh, was interesting was the uh, Mosasaur in a wave. Yeah,
2: I could have done without that. I think I'm a little worried about watching the the trailer number three now because I'm afraid I'll spoil too much.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and I've
2: never really been had that fear with Jurassic Park before. Mm. But I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm gonna. I mean, it's kind of impossible just because of the ring of my ring, my kind of circle of friends in the fandom. Is kinda of, I mean we all talk about it but you know.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Each shred of news, every shred of every leaked image we we end up ends up coming across my desk.
0: Mm. But
2: still, you know, I mean I could have done without seeing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I because I um like we've seen parts of the I Raptor and that in the dark and that sort of not showing it off a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so we sort of know, yes, there's going to be a hybrid raptor and, and all that. Um, I don't think you need to go any further showing more of it off.
2: Well, we've seen the toys on, of the Indoraptor, you yeah, know? It's so, I mean, yeah, It's not like they're trying to hide it. So, I mean, nobody knew. That. I didn't know. I heard, I've heard nothing about it in the rumor mill about it. I don't think anybody knew. Except of course the people making the movie that the in, that the Mosasaur was going to attack a peach. I mean, it just never crossed my mind that they would go that far with it. I thought it would be that I would thought it would be part of the opening scene and that'd be it. That's what I heard. That's what everybody talked about in the rumor mill. And I thought that it was gonna be a sole cameo scene,
0: you know? Yeah, plus we had the toy with the, the submarine with all the mosasaur art on the packaging. Um,
2: mm-hmm, exactly.
0: so, so two and two put together they sort of okay there's going to be a scene in the lagoon possibly but th- this this sort of uh, raises some more questions because I'm pretty sure on the maps and everything we've seen that the lagoon was isolated but um, yeah
2: it seemed to have been very isolated maybe there's like a filtration pipe
0: but it's a big it, animal <laughs> it's a, big, yeah, animal. Is
2: a very big animal but then again the lagoon is a very big body of water that they dredged out there in the center of the island
0: yeah you know Yep, and also because it's such a big animal, I don't I don't know if they airlifted it, if that animal was part of the evacuation with the rest of them by ship, and it broke free on the ship or something. That could be how it gets out, but it just it just seemed to be a one of those shots, more of a oh wow, well, sh- like a trailer moment, of course, of just seeing it sitting there and the surfers on the beach and the uh, it just sitting mm-hmm. in the water watching them, but and. Uh, Sure, that'd have to be Costa Rica or somewhere. And unless they're going to go up to California.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine it'd be more Costa Rica too.
0: So, yeah, we've got a couple of months left before it comes out. But as you said, we're probably going to get the third trailer soon. I don't really know what else hasn't really been spoiled or not known about the film. I think the only real secret left is Lockwood's involvement. Um, mm-hmm. How and how and what that all went. We've, we've only really got that he's... Um, possibly Hammond's disgraced partner or disgruntled partner from way back in the day, but that's about it, so please don't put that in the next trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, uh, just a call out to... Uh, not a call out, just a, a thank you going out to the social medias. Um, we're just shy of the 1,000 uh, followers on Facebook. Uh, Instagram's just over 1,100, and we've got uh, 100 Twitter followers, so... Thanks everyone that's following us on those various social medias, um, and a big shout out to Lorenzo, Tim, Raf, Outro, Justin, and Angel for uh, keeping the discussion going on the Facebook group uh, or the Facebook page. Been having a bit of a discussion over there about certain things, and it's good just to keep the keep the discussion going off off the mic. So, thanks to all you guys that've been participating.
2: Mhm. Yeah,
0: thanks, guys. Well,
2: that's one souvenir they won't be taking with them.
0: Okay, so. For those that don't know, Sliders, back in the late 90s, um, you had a few of these sci fi type shows come up, Sequest and that sort of stuff as well. Sliders, I think it started. Stargate? Yeah, yep, Stargate was another one. Had a little bit more of a longer running time than some of the other shows, though. Uh, I think Sliders got to season 5 in the end, but. Um... Back in uh, 2007, oh, 2000, 1997, um, after the filming of *The Lost World* had finished, the uh, worker village set stayed up for a little bit longer. Um, it was mostly de- deforested. It was all the vegetation was removed from set, especially all the stuff around the fence and the uh, the pipes and that, and the boneyard. But um, during uh, presumably late 1997, sliders were in season four. And uh, they had some big money issues, and most of the series, or most of that season four, was all shot on the uh, Universal backlot. And luckily for us, we have three episodes from the end of season four, where they shot on that Worker Village set. Each sort of showcasing different parts of the set. Um, Episode 14, Mother and Child, which we'll get onto first... um, aired December seventh, nineteen ninety eight, and that sort of was mostly inside the uh operations building. So we just go go through basically what, what sort of happens in the scene. The actors sort of run around the front veranda of the operations building from the helipad end and uh and run into the lobby of the operations building. And again just the set in the middle of the day, um, sometime after the Lost Worlds film, but all the moss is still there on the glass. Um mm-hmm. it's it's just like they're on sauna. <laughs> Again, they didn't have a they didn't have a lot of money, so they've done very few uh, alterations to the set whatsoever.
2: Yeah, I mean, even some of the prop um, debris, is, uh, actually, a lot of the prop debris is still hanging around. I mean, you still have the prop uh, grass and dried tumbleweed there mm. that was used in the Lost World.
0: Yep. Yep. It's interesting here too, there's no there's no tree beside the helipad I noticed when they mm. run around the front that I suppose too be ninety seven compared to now now that helipad's nearly completely engulfed by the big tree, it's just grown so much over the year over the years. But um yeah, the the, the um those egg motif doors we've seen in the film have been removed. I wonder if they're in a producer's garage or man cave <laughs> or hopefully um, they haven't been destroyed. Sure.
2: I don't know, I mean, I know that they were there on the back lot for a little bit, just because we had pictures of them post-filming, Yeah. of that still there, but unfortunately it's just not seen here.
0: Yeah, and I love too, when they run through those open doorways at the front, you got a shot of the roof, and just how the roof curves up from the front of the building. Um, mm-hmm. That whole re-wall where the mural was, there's some real large windows above it, um, that sort of... Let light in from the back to light the light the building as well, and what look like bars on the roof as well. It's interesting you can't see the tower at all. It's sort of just offset behind, mm-hmm. but but they yeah sort of run run into the run into the lobby and um, turn left at the doors. And I'd always thought they'd run to the end of the operations building. We're looking out towards the grass and the edge of the set, but they're actually in that um, partition in the lobby that sort of goes through into that next section. So. Mm-hmm. We don't see what's there until Jurassic Park Three, unfortunately, when they uh the sets re redone and the mm-hmm. Kirby's and that walk in there.
2: And that kind of pile of cushions there, I mean. Yeah. Was was that the chairs that we saw in the movie?
0: I wonder if that's just the chair <laughs> imploded into a heap. Um, yeah. Because the reception desk and all that's been removed. You've just got the the large concrete wall that the mural was mm-hmm. painted on.
2: Well, the mural was probably glued on, because if you look at the, uh, the wall where the mirror was, you can see flecks of paint, I mean, big chunks of paint missing as if they'd torn down the mirror. Oh, yeah, you know? it does
0: too, yep, yep. But I just love here too, like, even just the, the vines and that hanging from the rafters, like, being able to see up and more of the roof structure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, obviously, stuff left behind from the Lost World filming that wasn't cleaned up. So whether it's real vine or f- it'd have to be fake vine,
2: yeah, because
0: it's still sort of holding its color. It still's got that greeny texture.
2: Yeah, I assume it's real vine. I mean, there's nothing there to suggest at all that there was there. I mean, they're real vine. Yeah,
0: it'd have to be some sort of I'd potted. I fake. Yeah, potted plant or something. But we also get a look here too at the um, the the doors and the glass wall partition for the communication center is still in there. Um, mhm. And again, sort of just the, all the mouldy blinds and that on the windows as the camera's looking into the into the building. But um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the cast sort of run towards the rear of the building on the opposite side of the mural wall that um, the helipad's on, and we get a nice reveal of a hallway that runs the entire length of the back of the operations building again. And just like the front, you've got those floor-to-ceiling glass windows,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which this is part of the set we never saw. We only sort of seen that back corner. Where the door goes out onto the staircase for the helipad when Ian and crew are running Mm -hmm. through, which we get in minute 95. But
2: But it's funny that they didn't, it's not like Spielberg knew exactly which parts of the building he wanted to use and which parts he wasn't going to use. So they dressed everything. Yeah. You look at the long shot here of the hallway, you can see um, entire pieces of the fake bush and brush that they used out front on the steps. The entire thing's dressed. There's flex of mould and broken glass. And then you look at the when they run up the back side of it along this hill, there's more set dressing, you know? I mean they set they dressed the entire thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a facade like the visitor center was in Jurassic Park with the mm-hmm. external sets of that. It's just they um they've done the whole set and made it so they can film anywhere. And I just love, like, even we get a low shot here as they're running past the camera, and there's, again, those bars on the windows of the roof, which must be just sort of the roof styling because there's no bars on the big glass windows where the animals could actually come in. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's defensive design at all, but it's just, um, yeah, something that they can sort of hang... It's easier for them to hang vines and that off bars than it is off broken Mm -hmm. sugar glass or what have you, because the weight would probably break the glass more, but... yeah. But then again, as you said, like as they as we get to the end of the scene, and it's only a 17 second bit in this episode, they, there's a there's a ramp in that that runs off the veranda of the operations building off to the hill on the side. Just whether it's a fire escape or just going to off to another structure that was never part of the set itself, something that might have been made for the larger um, the larger set before the script was cut down and San Diego was mm-hmm. added too.
2: Yeah, because the operations building was one of the first things they started building mm. when they started constructing the entire thing. You can see behind-the-scenes photos in the making of book where they started Sorry. digging up the uh, pond there and adding the filtration system and the pylons and stilts that the building would eventually sit on mm. before they started adding anything else.
0: Yeah, you've posted those pictures to the Facebook group recently. Yeah, did. And yeah, you can sort of see across where the rest of the village would be towards the Psycho House that's on the end there, and that possibly might have been demolished or moved just to make room for that larger village set.
2: Which honestly would have been disappointing.
0: Oh yeah, yep, definitely.
2: I and mean, that's a piece of Hollywood history that they would have had to tour. But yeah, I mean, imagine how we feel that Spielberg's War of the World set uh, covered up the, uh, cra- the plane crash set, covered up the... Jurassic Park 3 worker, I mean Jurassic Park 3 embryonics facility mm. set. Imagine how horror fans would feel. And as a horror fan myself, I know that I would be would be disappointed to see the um, set torn down.
0: Yeah, yeah, and even just past that set down the hill a little way is the uh, the Bates Motel set and all that as well and mm-hmm. Slider's actually filmed an episode in there as well I noticed when watching watching through the season. But um yeah, and that's and it just it sort of makes you wonder if if that uh, War of the World set and plane crash area hadn't been built and that um Jurassic Park Free area was still on the main tour, whether it would have been left to uh, rot and decay as much as it has.
2: I don't think it would have just because there would have been it's a have been a noticeable and prominent part of the um set there and they've just never cleaned it up they never needed to use that lot i guess mm. universal never needed to use the lot so the war of the world set just sits there decaying and the dresser park 3 set sits there decaying more yeah so.
0: Yep, and it will we'll get to um in the next episode, just how well they built the sets. Um, this being obviously probably a year after the end of filming for The Lost World, where they're running around. Um, it's interesting at the start of the scene when they're running across the front of the operations building, you can clearly hear that they're like they're running on timber. You can hear the footfalls <laughs> as they're running, it's not concrete. Um, but just the fact that sort of these sets are still or here a year later, and then even before Jurassic Park 3 was filmed, sort of years later, where the sets are still there and relatively in the same condition as when they were constructed yet mm-hmm. um and it might be it's probably mainly just the environment but like 10 months after Jurassic World's finished filming the uh Indominus Rex enclosure was falling apart just because the, the plywood and that was uh, the moisture and the tropics were just destroying that set oh
2: yeah well of course also um what probably also saved the set was the fact that Southern California is a much drier environment than yeah. uh, Hawaii, yep. so they don't get much rain even throughout the year, even in their supposed wet season that really, that sometimes never even comes. They just don't get a lot of rain, and so the sets are sitting out there as they, as if they would in in a desert, mm. which Los Angeles County essentially once was. It was like sub, it was like sub desert uh, land, you know, scrubland yep.
0: land. And it's exactly why the RV was able to sit out in the open for 20-plus years, or 20 years, um, without mm. completely imploding as well. Um, yeah, exactly. And even that original Jurassic Park Velociraptor cage that's out there is just a, a wooden structure, and it's still... Mm. Yes, it needs a, a bit of a sand and a paint, but the the basic structure's still there and sound, so... Oh,
2: I remember um, seeing a image... It's like a famous... It was a... Um... Winchester Repeater rifle found in the Mojave Desert which is outside of LA. Yep. And it had been sitting there I think since like the 1880s and it was not it was of course not in fireable condition because the sand just had corroded the pieces but it was still in recognizable condition. It hadn't it didn't have any rust. The wood was a, was brittle as to be expected but it was still held, you know? Mm. And so, I mean, that really attests to the kind of environment that a dry environment allows for the conditions to be just right to allow allow preservation yeah. of these sets and props and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think we've um, we've discussed it before when we're, like, we'll talk about the RV, just like the uh, the airplane graveyards and that that are out in the desert, just for that simple fact they can park planes there and. They can survive pretty much wholly intact for any given years until they need the parts or get something back into commission.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep. But um, yeah, basically that's 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 all from uh, episode four, which is uh, called Mother and Child. Um, I just love like even sort of looking in here the um, just that rear wall that the mural was on, just having that slight curve in it. it's not just a flat back wall of the lobby. And it's still there in Jurassic Park 3 with the, uh, the the new InGen logo on that on it, which is great. And I just with all these glass windows, I would have just loved to see this building when it was brand new. <laughs> yeah. Back back during when it was operating, but. Um... Uh,
2: Jurassic Park prequel would have always been interesting to see. Of course, that's probably not going to happen now with the Jurassic World trilogy, but mm. it would have been interesting to see had they not done the Jurassic Park trilogy or Jurassic World trilogy. That they decided to go full Lucas with it and do <laughs> a prequel trilogy.
0: Yeah, well, there's been some uh, some praise and some disappointment with uh, Spielberg's latest film, Ready Player One, that's out at the moment. Um, yeah, true. Some people are liking it. Some people are saying his career is over. Well, that's a bit harsh, but he might have to go back to something he knows <laughs> and revisit the world. But um, he's he's working along with Trevor Aul on that. So. Mm-hmm. He's still here, even though his name's only on the executive producer uh, card. But um, yeah, and if it else on the operations building side of things you want to talk about before we get into the next, next episode.
2: No, I, I will talk about how um, when I first started doing this, my map, one of the things that was confusion to me was the actual shape of the building because a lot of times, a lot of reconstructions, even going as far as Trespasser. Shows the roof having a more squared off front. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and and the movie actually angles from the front towards the back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So sort of, it's oh, it yeah. just sort of curves curves back, it's sort of low at yeah, low, low above the front wall, then sort of goes back and up at the yeah. same time.
2: Yeah, um, and those two kind of bars, I, I'm not really sure what else to call them. They're like giant i beams that stick off the roof.
0: Yeah, yeah that's,
2: that's... almost decoration. They are connecting points for the roof. The the roof kind of curves back towards the back uh, uh, as it runs along the front from that point.
0: Yeah, that's one thing with even the it's in the concept art too. Just like you've got those massive big beams that sort of run back, um, even pretty much either side of the lobby. Um, Mm-hmm. And it almost looks like massive hydraulic rams that are sit there. Like, I remember back, once I seen the film, before it came out on DVD, on VHS, just wondering if there was some sort of function where the roof actually lifted. <laughs> um, like, pivoted at the yeah, front. Yeah, they do
2: look like that, don't they? Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, just a, it's just a weird industrial-looking design for the front of the building.
2: I think that's kind of purposeful, just because, I mean, it, the, the entire thing does have this somewhat of an industrialist look. Hmm. But at the same time, you can see that it has remnants of the Jurassic Park look as well, like in the doors.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah? And even with that curved roof, like we see it in a couple of these other episodes, the exterior shot of the front, and just... It looks like there's just sort of, like, curved um, roofing iron on the roof, and it's missing in parts, obviously because of the hurricane, but... Yeah. I don't know, I got lost on that one. (laughs) (laughs) all right going into the uh the second episode um episode 15 net worth uh aired on the uh 11th of january 1999 so starting to get a good few years after the uh lost world finished filming again air date is probably a lot longer than actual shooting date this is probably all shot the same month but um at uh minute 19 uh, minute zero nine nineteen we get to our uh, this is when you Google sliders and The Lost World. This um, people running through the fence and along the uh, the skeleton of piping that we see in the film yeah. for the geothermal power plants. Pretty much the one that uh, is easy to find photos of. But um, yeah. I love how the shot opens. We're looking through the fence along that uh, rib cage of piping. And the Apatosaur skeleton is still there yeah. in location.
2: It's
0: still with chunks of meat on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But interesting enough, I think at this point, the Worker Village has started becoming a kind of a leftovers junkyard for Universal for the Lost World. Because I, I know that a lot of photos from this point on started storing like the giant eight, or not the giant eight ball, the um, giant 76 ball that was uh, from the, the mainland scene in this mm. spot. And they also started cramming um, hunter's vehicles into this area as well.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. There's um, I I, think I talked about it a little while ago when we we'll, when I was trying to find out what those uh, yellow construction vehicles were in the set. A lot of a lot of fan or not fan um, visitor photos and that from back in '97, '98 of the Universal Backlot tour and just watching hours and hours of video. And um, at one point, at one point the tour did go down the main street and through the set, but um, that was once the fence and gates were removed. After that, too, it sort of just went around past the Psycho House and completely sort of missed it and went by, but the tour guys were actually still calling out that over there is a set for The Lost World, and you could see some of the in vehicles parked over there. Um, mm-hmm. And as you said, just pretty much like a the dumping ground, sort of that vacant block or vacant lot where uh, stuff was abandoned and left, because even like that 76-ball... Here in the in the next episode, we we actually get the uh, the trampled radar dish um, from the engine camp, and um, a lot of the crates and stuff like that is just all sort of dumped yeah. and lit- litters the main street. It's not it's not open and easy to see, or as much as it is in the film. Um, even though from behind the scenes and set photos, particularly of the one the uh, the fan that visited there some time later and took all the photos, you could still see the Main Street was open and clear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff was just sort of stacked up against the front of the garage and um and that sort of thing but
2: it was actually because of those photos there for the longest time I had mistakenly had the 76 ball <laughs> in, next to the next to the uh, gas <laughs> station. Because I mean it was I saw it there and even though I we, we never really got that a good angle of that one spot in the movie. So it wasn't until I went back and watched the movie and like, oh Never mind, let me let me erase that. <laughs> mm.
0: But also love here, too, as they're sort of climbing through the fence and over that concrete um, bottom structure that the fence posts go into. You can see there's still the large boulders out there, too, near the skeleton mm-hmm. and some uh, some dead trees. Um,
2: yeah, you can see a dead palm frond that looks like it was actually a set piece. It wasn't mm. actually a piece of palm frond. It looks like it was had been a piece of dead palm from that they had spray painted brown and left
0: there you know yeah, yep and we're I'll we're just looking at um i just got a low quality one here for us to sort of look through but i'll get the um now i know sort of the time dates and that i'll get and uh, try and rip it in a bit higher definition we'll get some screen caps of this stuff onto the various social media so you can see what we're talking about but um
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just then we also they sort of run through the the general power plant or geothermal area, which I I reckon this is the geothermal power plant. I don't think there's another structure outside the fence where there's another building with the turbine in it. Um,
2: yeah, there there had been speculated for a long time on Jurassic Park Legacy.
0: Yeah, that
2: there had been in fact a, a larger turbine and plant somewhere outside the village.
0: Because mm. there's a lot of a lot of the structures in here, sort of. It sort of leans more towards a refinery look, but um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's pipes here that have got sort of uh, heat insulation and in that wrapped around them, like the very hot pipes. Um, in the next episode, we're actually going to see one of the villains shoot one of those ribcage pipes and steam bellows out now. <laughs> we'll get to that when we get there. Of course, it's not a practical um, plant, but there's just a lot here, and we didn't see... well, we've seen very little... Of um, all this stuff at night time, we just sort of seen the basic outline when they uh, entered the village, but there's pipes running along the ground, there's pipes going into the ground um, mm-hmm. which possibly as we discussed in an earlier minute maybe that there's a subterranean part to it as well
2: Yeah, actually, I mean I want to say that as far as 2012 they'd included, like even, even within the village, there had been a proposed power plant on the maps that Jurassic Park Legacy was making, and I wasn't really until I came along and I asked, "What's the evidence for this?" and they told me, "Well, there's none." And I said, "Well, should it be there?" And they said, "Not really." So I started erasing it. I just erased it. Mm. Never. It, it was not there. It's not there.
0: You know. Yeah. And as and as you can't
2: speculate on things that aren't there. Mm.
0: And as you sort of were saying before, with the operations building, they they dressed the whole set. If something was supposed to be there, it would have been there um, for the mm-hmm. most part anyway. Um, yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Of course, yes, some of it was abbreviated and short, uh, shortened down when, uh, they d- yeah. ad- ad- the, when they added San Diego to the pole mix, but um, for the most part, everything everything here is here. Because I love here too, they sort of run in through the fence, follow some pipes and go around between the pipes and the kiln shed. And there's a mm-hmm. shot here of that lower section of the kiln shed and you can see the boarding house roof and the... There's a rear, rear staircase that goes up yeah. to the second story. It pretty much mirrors the the street mm-hmm. side as well. And you can just yeah. see how much wider than the kiln shed the boarding house is um, and how much of a bigger structure it is.
2: And actually, that was something that didn't even get added to my map until I went back and started watching these episodes. So I'm like, oh, look at this. This is here, and this is here, and this is here. And that was all there when they built the village for the movie. So it wasn't like they added that for these... Episodes, because this was low budget at this point, you know. Mm. I mean, there was like that looks like there was a little prop wall of some sort that they kind of like leaned against the kiln shed, but yeah, they really didn't add anything to the worker village that wasn't already there.
0: Yeah, well, that's again because of funding, (laughs) but um, they sort of run around behind the kiln shed and we get the rear of the boarding house uh, underneath that staircase Mm -hmm. with some massive chunks missing. It's, um, you can, we've seen, or well, everyone's seen the sort of onset photos of the boarding house from the street side and just the fact that there's large sections of it missing. Um, mm-hmm. And here, sort of, around the back again, they sort of dress the back of the set to have this large hole on the ground level at least as well, where we are sort of get inside, and it's sort of, again, just a dumping ground with there's barrels and some debris in mm-hmm. there. Um,
2: we also never see the side of the of the um, boarding house front in the movie, you know, so we don't know that any of this is even there when watching the movie.
0: Hmm. The spray paint on the wall, I don't know if that was <laughs> vandals after the fact, or if that was something for production, but um, there's not, not, not a lot more happens here, but I'd, one thing I wanted to bring up, the rear the wall that sort of faces the kiln shed, we know there's that little um, abridged structure that uh, Sarah rolls through to make her escape mm-hmm. from the raptors. It looks like that continues out to this to the edge of the boarding house, then down past the kiln shed, and the whole back of the kiln shed's got that undercover area. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Because I see it here, and in the next minute, when we have when we get a sort of street view of the kiln shed, you can see there's a little bit of a lean to on that power on the piping side as well. Like there's a sort of rand all the way around. It's sort of what makes me think about it more so is just from the film where Sarah's hanging off the boarding house roof and the raptors below there's no edge to that structure it sort of keeps on going out to the side of the boarding house as well that she falls onto and the raptors down below standing on mm-hmm. and then also when she falls to the ground sort of puts her back up against the kiln shed and the raptors are rolling back and forth At, at the, twice or at one stage the two raptors while they're fighting their tails disappear around the corner of the kiln shed and then another time their heads do as well which means that roof structure goes around behind the kiln shed as well and doesn't just drop off, which could also mean when the raptor's kicked out that rear window um, by Kelly, it falls through that roof structure, and that's why there's a light on the ground beside it with the debris.
2: That's Um, a good point, yeah.
0: That light could have been under that veranda area behind the kiln shed, and it's fallen down to the ground as the raptor's fallen through the roof, because it's only only a tight shot of that raptor on the ground. If it was back from the window height, you might have been looking down through the hole in that roof of the raptor lying on the ground kicking and screaming but
1: it's
0: mm-hmm. just something that, that wasn't filmed that way so we just never know but <laughs> that's my evidence for that anyway <laughs> but yeah that's that's all we get of uh the interior of the boarding house it sort of looks a lot different here than what we get in the next uh episode looking forward at the um the front section of the boarding house but um yeah i
2: want to say that i mean we get also get a light, wider shot of that um that vandalism, spray paint. I want to say it's just vandalism. I, don't. It doesn't look like it was anything done for um, the ho- for the boarding house itself. You know? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I mean, we saw what production spray paint on a set looks like with Jurassic World when they had the D Rex set. Yeah. Back when it was, of course, still the D Rex.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it here too. We got there's a scene here too back in the bottom section of the boarding house where uh, a fight breaks out, and you get to see a lot more of that rear wall against the um, kiln shed. And again, there's no door there leading into that little <laughs> that little structure. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's just an open section that comes out behind the uh, the kiln shed. 1726. We cut out to Main Street, and uh, the actors are running from the uh, operations building end of town. Again, as I said before, you can sort of see the corrugation in the front of the uh, operations building in the daylight, and the sections of roof missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: then, funny happens here where they knock over a box <laughs> and it has the engine logo there. Yeah,
0: yep, yeah, yeah. There's a big green wooden crate here with the uh, engine logo on the side of it. Um, yeah, which must have been from the uh, from the engine camp when it was destroyed.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah. I imagine it was, yeah.
0: Along with all these black, big black 200-litre, 44-gallon ba- barrels and out of the here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a good look at the front of the boarding house here as well with the uh, the blazers still parked there with the light pole falling across it.
1: Yep.
0: Also interesting here too, there's a quick shot of the uh, window Sarah tumbles out of um, in mm-hmm. Minute 95 and it's, it's got two sort of bits of iron or tin bolted across it or nailed across it. I don't know if they wanted to keep people out or what. Probably a possibility. Yeah, a little bit more set dressing.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of prop that stuff up against the window so people can't get in there, you know?
0: Yeah. Because,
2: I mean, it seems like it's an enclosed structure with no kind of pieces or way in or out except for that window. And so if something were to happen... You don't want people to be trapped inside there without a way out, you know.
0: Mm, Yeah. And um, when this scene ends, they sort of run run through the fence um, beside where the gate would be, and mm-hmm. it's um it's got a large section looks like roofing iron again here, making a warp, which makes me wonder if they were starting to if there was something outside or they didn't want you to see the rest I of the studio. I think was the
2: we mentioned earlier that they built specifically for this scene. You know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because in the next... um
2: like they propped it up against the fencing, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah, just to sort of show, so you can't see what's beyond the set.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you go up there, and there's somebody's house, I think, up the hill.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it's too early for um, War of Worlds to be start to move in there as yeah. well.
2: Yeah, that wasn't until 2005. Yeah. They haven't even done Jurassic Park 3 on this set yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's um that's... That's that episode net worth. Um, anything else on that you want to talk about before we get into the final? The final and maybe the better episode. It's got the most in it.
2: <laughs> uh, I think we're
0: good. All right. Um,
2: wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You know, The shot here of the guy getting blown up and thrown across the uh, boxes. Yep. For some reason, I want to say that was in one of the... I think that was in the season three or four opening... I want to say season four opening of South Park. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know why, but I do want to say that was in that. <laughs>
0: that
2: that shot specifically. It was just an amalgamation of various action
0: shots. Yeah. Yeah. I have to I'll have to rewatch that now. <laughs> you got me thinking. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, and finally, um, season four episode twelve, The Dying Fields, which uh, aired in August of '98. Has a couple couple more uh, scenes sort of filmed inside on the main street and uh, in the front of the boarding house as it sort of opens. We uh, get the get the cast walking past the gas station and, again, just stacks and stacks of crates and tires and barrels, just to try and limit your view of the uh, of the area. Um, but we get a good shot here of the uh, satellite dish leaning up against the crate
2: mm-hmm.
0: that was trampled from Lost World.
2: Yeah, there was another thing in my map that I was, I was I included because I first saw it, but it's not actually in, it's not actually there in the movie. You
0: know? No, <laughs> no. Again, just uh, adding to the dump yard, but it's also interesting here too, where they've, they seem to have just spread a small gravel across the entire main street. Um,
2: yeah,
0: they did. Because we know from those um, behind the scenes or the after the film finished, that there they, they was actually a paved road leading down the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and now yeah, they've sort of got it covered in, in gravel. But
2: um... Yeah, it looks like they also stacked a bunch of random box, uh, large boxes and <laughs> just uh, gallon barrels in there in front of the um, uh, gas station. I don't know why I was blanking on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that one long crate there behind the cast that would have been around about where the uh, gas pumps were. And well, We know they mm-hmm. sort of hung around um, for a while as well before being moved around beside the gas station but mm-hmm. uh, we don't actually see around that backside of the gas station any of these shots so it's just it's a pity you can't see that window, the raptor jump through, you can't see it in the office, of, of course it'd be completely stripped bare but um, yeah, we do get a shot inside the garage in a minute but uh, I love you too, they sort of set off a automated um, target that pops up and they sort of fight. Well, you see down the barrel of a gun as they're aiming mm-hmm. at it and looking over at the kiln shed but the way they're actually standing would be looking over at the front door of the boarding house which <laughs> mm-hmm. is where they are but um we cut to um a car and a hummer driving through the gates coming yeah. into into the set which just sort of shows how big those gates are um,
2: yeah you well i'm sure they were built for trucks to get in and out of you know mm. and the hummers are especially wide vehicles so like eight feet wide
0: you yeah, know yeah yeah but even so, sort of in Jurassic Park, the Jeeps the jeeps aren't an overly large vehicle, being the 2 door no. version. And even when yeah. sort of Ian and Kelly and that walk through as well, it's sort of, you don't really get that scale. But um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just having this Hummer drive through. And I was just going to say, and sort of as they drive through here, you can sort of look past them. They're just sort of washed, completely whitewashed the scene, just so you can't see the Psycho House and that out there beyond. Um, mm mm-hmm. That area. Well, oh, so I also sorry like
2: that when they drive through the gates, you can see the caution 10,000
0: yeah.
2: volt sign. <laughs> they pass it. I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, again, because they sort of we get a shot of them driving into the into the village, and then um, we cut inside the car as a sort of cameras mounted the car, and they drive through the gates again. And as you said, yeah, that 10,000 volt sign is sitting there. And so, sort of like the wires are still strung on the fence, and all that sort of stuff, is still there as well.
2: Um, it's great because it's a nice single long shot that we get to see. Yeah, of all the way up to the kiln house, you know.
0: Yeah, and you see that that sort of ribcage pipe structure come into the compound, and then take mm-hmm. a left and go over to a large, um, like a large uh, tower. Tower. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then. Just past that again, you got um, the pipes coming up. They've got all the heat shrink and the heat shielding on them um, mm-hmm. to whatever that structure is, and then of course you got the two big round towers that we've um, that you can easily see in the film. But um, again, too, just as as they pass those two large round towers, you can see that roof that's behind the kiln shed and on that kiln shed wall there as they pass it. It still makes mm-hmm. me think there's a veranda or something behind there. <laughs> I'll take the I'll fight that until I go to my grave.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> it's hard to see through the debris there, but um, yeah. Um, yeah. But then, as as the um, car leaves, we get a look a good look at the boarding house as well, all the mold and the the wood rot and that that's sort of still there, and still seems to be largely intact from uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: once the filming was done. But then again here too, as sort of we get a cut to the front of the boarding house where uh, the actors sort of run across or around the front of the building where that mm-hmm. veranda is. Um, again, you can see sort of large sections of the, the wall missing. And I just love that door. How It's got sort of the glass windows and some of them missing. The blinds hanging there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the mould. <laughs> like it sort of looks like it's wet or like it was green paint or something that's just been thrown at the walls. Just the way it sort of looks like it's splattered onto the walls and actually grown. yeah. Yeah. grown on them but um, then we cut inside the boarding house sort of looking at the front now we're, before we were at the rear and um, it's, again not, not too much dressed inside but it's sort of interesting how the, the weather boards have got such large gaps um, mm-hmm. between the timbers um,
2: well I noticed that a similar thing um, in when I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean the other night yep. in the blacksmith shop that Orlando Bloom works in has a slated roof and uh, with the gaps in the roof about like how that is it's just slated planks with about like an inch gap in between each plank.
1: Hmm.
2: And I'm thinking they're in they're in the tropics. They're in the Caribbean. What do they do when it rains? Because
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the tropic. It's the tropics. It's it the always
0: Caribbean.
2: rains. <laughs> it inevitably rains.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just look at just look at the Jurassic films. It rains in every film.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: They've got to make it happen, but it's just to make it look like the um, like the jungle. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. Well, you bring even up... in the
2: first film, in the first film, they had to hurry up production just because a hurricane was coming.
0: You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yep.
2: And then they even actually used some of that footage of the hurricane coming in in the movie, like the break wall. Um, the Spielberg took went up to the roof of the hotel as the hurricane was coming into the island and shot uh, uh, shot a shot of the break wall as the uh, storms were hitting. As the storm, oh, uh, the
0: storm, storm surge, is, <laughs> storm surge, yeah, <laughs> the
2: storm surge was hitting. Thanks. Yeah. I, was, I don't know
0: moment there yeah that's all right um yeah exactly and i suppose you you you'll bring up the pirates of the Pari- uh, caribbean i'll uh, i'll raise you a jumanji i just i was watching it before we recorded now and um there's a there's a building like of course it's all set in Kauai uh, on um hawaii and that where uh, they're filming it and i was watching the behind the scenes stuff from real news as it was all getting shot over there and mm-hmm. interesting just being able to point out a couple of the scenes like the uh where they land the helicopter, is actually where the Trenosaur and Jorosphere are when the volcano's exploding, that mountain range behind mm-hmm. it. Um, and just just funny little stuff like that, like we've said early on when we started the minutes, just how much uh, Hawaii's probably getting overused and you can see Galamomas Valley standing out in other films and that, but um, they get to a, uh, a transport depot, and again, a large, large wooden structure, just like, much like the boarding house. Um, and while they're in it, all the timbers again, just that inch gap or uh, that sort of thing. There might be someone that lives in the tropics or in the uh, mm. South Af- uh, South America or something that knows exactly why that is. Because of course we're going for a. This is Costa Rica, so it would be going for um, tropics and that sort of architecture, especially with like the clay, the tile roof and that. Um...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it's just an interesting design. Even a lot of the uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff for the town, the rest of the buildings and that that never got completed we see the hotel that ended up in Trespasser, just a squat, um, square two-storey building, much like the boarding house, but had the veranda all the way around it and, and just a weatherboard weatherboard structure. Mm-hmm. The second segment in uh, this last episode, um, we cut to the rear of the boarding house as the uh, people sort of escape, come out a door up there. Well, I'm assuming there's a door up there or they're coming from around the side of the building, but uh, run down the stairs at the back to the, uh, to the rear of the boarding house. And again, the the set the stairs sort of look like they're built fairly sturdy, so I wonder if this was just a fire escape for the set that was built stronger than the rest of the stuff, because it had to be practical, or they just built stuff a bit better back then.
2: Um, I'd say it's probably honestly a mixture of both.
0: Mm. Because even even sort of a year later, as we know, the set sort of built built new, then aged up after the fact, um, mm-hmm. so it's not as if they were using old rotted timber to build...
2: Mm-hmm. And- Actually, I just noticed that they're, they used another Lost World location here. I'm skipping through the um, episode trying to find where the second part is. Right? Oh, the um, Village.
0: yeah, it's it's 3826.
2: Oh, thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, they used the Spanish um, town on the Universal Backlot, which was actually dressed up to be Kenya in the Roman oh. temples. Oh, was it? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Because, yeah, that, that sort of... that. They do film a lot there as well <laughs> across the series, <laughs> but um, that sort of turns up in a lot of other other films that was as well. Turns up in so much. Yeah,
2: it was at Zorro. It was even in um, what was that? The Big Fat Liar.
0: Yeah, Have yeah. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, no, I love that film. Um,
2: were, of... Where they try- where they're in the final chase, where they're trying to get Marty Wolf, played by Paul Giamatti, um, to they try to trap him at, at his own game and they're running through the Spanish lot and they turn on the water hose and it kind of sweeps him up. Uh, he sweeps Paul Giamatti off his feet and he goes past a sign. It's a wooden sign. One arrow is pointing towards Isla Nublar. The other one is pointing <laughs> towards Isla Sorna. And I think there's a story that points to uh, Isla Murro, which would be the island of Dr. Murrow.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that signpost was in the uh, in the <laughs> scene, because um, yeah, it's a, it's an active active set or something. They've got a um, uh, there's sort of like a, a viaduct there that water can come down at a flick of a switch, and yeah, that's that's in Big Fat Lie. I love that too because they um, they hold up in a store in storage for props, and there's like the Velociraptor um, yeah, animatronic in there. Yeah, there's
2: Park Three Velociraptor in there. Yeah.
0: Yep. But it's sort of interesting, like um, how they have sort of a little Easter eggs, like that signpost in there pointing to Isla Nublar. Um, yeah. Because I remember with Mad Max on the lookout where he finds the truck, there's actually a signpost there as well pointing to different, and it's got Casablanca, Casablanca, twenty one hundred kilometers this way, and um, like different different um, movie titles. And that's that's, a, that's not that's nineteen eighty two, so it's it's something that's been done for a little while, but um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, they sort of get to the bottom of the stairs here and run back past the the boarding house and that we don't get to see the the rear of the kiln shed or anything there, unfortunately, and uh, run down to the end of the perimeter fence where um, the concrete ends, the last fence poles there, and you can see the cables zip-tied and wired off to that last post. (laughs) And there's this massive corrugated iron or corrugated-type pipe here as well that... um, Mm -hmm is huge. Like it's nearly as tall as the actors here running beside as well.
2: Yeah. And that was an original that's an original piece of the set too. Mm, so
0: that
2: yeah. was not, I completely came in and redesigned the geothermal area when I actually came and examined the um, ma- uh, worker village for the map that I made. And yeah. it, it just changed from like basic square that it, it was like a basic rectangle with some tubes on the top. I, and it, turned into this whole convoluted, kind of crisscross piping set
0: piece, you know? Mm, yep. I'll just, <laughs> I'd love to see blueprints for it. <laughs>
2: oh, blueprints for, blueprints for it would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: I first started out, I was working with crappy early DVD uh, screen caps and... Um, Trespasser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those were my first two, like, really main sources.
0: Well, it's interesting the geothermal power plant never got into Trespasser. Yeah,
2: it is.
0: Because you got the kiln shed and the boarding, oh, a sort of altered version of the boarding house in there. But, but then a lot of things didn't get into trespass, Trespasser. They didn't even get the water in there for under the operations building. There's just a hole. <laughs> yeah,
1: true.
0: Well the Raptor gets stuck down, but. Um, as the sort of, heroes sort of start running through the paint uh dodging and ducking, weaving through the pipes, um, it's just interesting that a lot more pipes went outside that fence than what than just the big skeletal one we've seen. It's just because mm-hmm. the, the front of the fence was dressed with all the plantings, we never even seen them. Um, like there's some four-inch and six-inch pipes there that sort of run out over and through the fence as well. And we are, uh, as sort of again, as the villain takes cover behind a crate, you get to see that blazer in the background with the uh, light pole across it again. <laughs>
2: um, they, they, uh, they have advanced technology, laser blasters, and Chevy blazers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 1980s era Chevy blazers.
0: Yeah. Oh, even one shot eerie fires them, I and the explosion comes from behind the the drum not on the side that he's standing on so the mm-hmm. laser fire went around behind the drum and exploded <laughs> um, but there's something very interesting that happens here um, as the villain sort of shooting at the heroes he uh, hits one of those pipes that runs outside and um, steam or smoke starts to bellow out of it now of course mm-hmm. as we said before it's not a practical like it's not real steam pipes but I just wonder if that's a little nod back to The Lost World
2: um, I'm not sure I mean I think it's pretty obvious that there's supposed to be steam pipe, steam pipes pumping steam up from underground. So I think anybody could, it could be used for that purpose in any instance, you know?
0: Yeah, but I, I could see it just being, it could be um, a water treatment plant as well. It's just like it's very similar piping. Um, yes, you haven't got a the tank, the tank there that would hold water, but I just thought it just, it just seemed real weird that. Here they were that was geothermal in the lost world. Now a year later, when the set's being used again, that um, he shoots one of these pipes and steam comes bellowing out of it. Mm -hmm. We will also get a few more shots here too of the uh, front of the operations building. Yeah, in daylight.
2: um... It's funny that the that the not the operation the kiln house is like a completely different color uh, from the. Um, wood of the boarding house it's like it's a closer color to that uh to the color of the operations building that kind of light greenish beige i don't even know what to call it because it's, it's like a moss covered concrete color
0: yeah yeah that's one thing i noticed even from the standing photos of the set um that we see that people are taken of that back lot just Again, sort of the different, just the different in design um, and all that between the boarding house and the kiln shed, and just like yeah, like you said, just different colours and timber. Now, whether the boarding house um, had more more ageing, because we see here that um, at the front, like the back, there's some massive holes (laughs) where whole sections of the boards have just been torn away by the wind, which sort of makes me wonder too. In The Lost World, all being filmed at night, the only light you see is coming from windows and not from any of these open sections. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's mainly normally on sets Sets when they have um, windows lit. There's just a sort of a, um, a box inside the window so this, you can't actually see into the building um, with a light in it, like a light box that mm-hmm. goes over the windows because <laughs> if there was lighting in the boarding house, it would be shining beams of light everywhere, you'd imagine, just from all the holes and gaps in the uh in the timbers but um as the um as the heroes go to leave um we get to have a good look here of the uh the garage as well um yeah the front of it without of course, the cars no
2: um vehicles are left in it unfortunately but we do get a shot of just the back wall there and it looks like there i not sure if there's a win- if that's a window or if that's just like a re- like a reflection or something like that along the back wall there
0: yeah it's sort of handy too cuz the villain fires one of his laser shots in there and it lights up the whole area and it looks like there's two um two rear windows that sort of look back behind cuz the only thing we there's sort of um there's set photos of the compound being built um and the only real one we see at the back of the gas station there's a sort of like a little side office there that's in the way um, mm.
2: And the funnier part still is that there's no windows in that spot from that you can see from the outside.
0: Mm. Yeah. And like it doesn't look like a roller door on the front. It only looks like a roller door over on that far left hand wall. That would go in behind into or behind the office, so Yeah. Yeah,
1: I get
0: ya. It'd be good just to see those vehicles parked in there, but they obviously <laughs> obviously went back to yeah, the really. went back to the dump. But um mm-hmm yeah no suburban and when they're here too, just after that where we get the other villains turn up, there's a little wooden structure that's here with all these crates i we talk, talked off microphone after the uh the possibility of being an under underground geothermal area um, mm-hmm. there's a little um squat building that's sort of in the film it's beside the geothermal power plant that's sort of it really looks like an outhouse, <laughs> just a small wooden a small wooden shed that's there beside the piping um and it looks like it's sort of here in the main street along with the uh along with the uh crates and that but again it might have been just they've sort of gathered mm-hmm. all the all the larger debris and crates and stuff and just stacked it all up in the main street
1: mhm
0: but see I love you too even though the plantings have been removed there's still that tree that's growing at the base of the stairs for the boarding house for the second story, <laughs> it's there. It's there blocking the staircase in the Lost World. It's here blocking the staircase now. It's like they've just planted a tree there so no one can walk up those steps because they'll fall through them.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've, really.
0: just, they've been made so it, rickety. <laughs> they very well
2: might have been, actually. Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: Well, yeah, they can't have a little "do not do not pass the red rope" <laughs> sign while they're filming. Um,
2: yeah, really.
0: But um, yeah, that's that's sliders. Anything else on that uh, that final episode you want to talk about?
2: Um, no, not really. I think we did pretty well.
0: Yeah, so they're the three episodes of Sliders that uh, shot on the back lot. We don't get to see the back lot again until uh, they went out there and revamped it for Jurassic Park 3. Gorn was the rest of the village. They just sort of redressed the face and the roof of the operations building into that embryonics administration building.
2: And then they CG'd out that dome cage and the helipad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's one thing that sort of throws a lot of people off when they see see that in the film. Because that, that helipad being a, um, and we'll get to it when we get to 95, being a active helipad had to be strong, build of steel.
2: Um, yeah, it was. It's like the only part of the entire thing that's still standing. Yeah. And besides the, the dome,
0: actually. Yeah, yeah the, the mystery dome. Mm. It's
2: like that mystery dome is just taunting us. <laughs> I'm going to stay here forever. What are you? <laughs> to taunt you. uh,
0: but it's it's sort of weird like the the substructures there the poles there and the platforms there on top of the tower but then Mm -hmm. whatever that cage and antenna or whatever it was on the top that we'll talk about again in 95 as well is just it's gone Uh, yeah
1: it's
0: just it's just weird how they sort of pull um pull some parts of sets apart and just leave the others like if they're going to start dismantling the embryonics building (laughs) Why Why is the, re- the rest of it left there? But, um, <laughs> but if they're going to... Like here now, they they probably... The production company for Cider saved some money by being able to film on the back lot. If, uh, yeah, if, sure. if future movies can sort of film on the back lot as well and not be um, not be hindered by having to build new sets and that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of disappointing that this is the only film... or the only thing that we know of that filmed there. Um, I brought up a, or found a list of movies that were in production, probably six months before and six months after the Lost World, and apart from, um, oh, I can't remember what the list was now. It's been a while. There's a couple of films there that possibly might have, but um, and some I've got on DVD. I'd have to look. Though I've got a couple of the films on DVD that were um, in production around the same time that might have used the backlot as well, but uh, I see. I don't. I, I'm even now. I, but after being so long, I think if any other films had come out uh, using the set, we would have known about it by now. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. So... Oh, plus, I mean, we fan- we dress park fans are so good at, you know, I mean, we just look for our fandom and anything.
0: Well, yeah, like four and a half hours of watching home vacation videos on YouTube trying to find those bloody construction vehicles <laughs> on the back Exactly. Lot.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: So... Um, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Sliders. Next week, we'll be back with 95 and 96, where we uh, leave the village, uh, get to take a look at the uh, tranquilised Trenasaur and head for San Diego. All right. All right. Well, half an hour from now, John Hammond's dream, reimagined, will come true. For one, 100 the cost of building a destination is all thousands of miles away. I believe I've
2: spent enough time in the company of death. Tonight we'll Jurassic Park, San Diego, with a mega attraction to drive townstar numbers to well bother
1: anything in the park. Say please, do park, but in a station. This was where we did the real work. What do you think you were going to document?
2: What do you think you were going to see? It is absolutely imperative